I'm Carrie Benedett, and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters, where you will find tools to revitalize you and your relationships, whether at work or in your personal life. Well, a little bit about me I'm an education consultant specializing in emotional intelligence, and I use creative approaches that empower people with proven processes. I'm known for my high energy passion and compassion for those in need of help. And I like to shine a spotlight on what we can do. I'm here to bring positivity, confidence and strength every day, everywhere. My mantra in life has been, let's give it a red hot shot. Listeners, Carrie Benedett here with another episode of Thriving Matters podcast. And, you know, we have an absolutely gorgeous gal to talk to today. She's doing the most amazing things in life and work. So, Corey Sherland, how are you? (laughs) Good. Thank you for having me, Carrie. It's amazing to be here. Excited for the chat. Oh, look, I'm, I'm always blown away with people's ability to thrive, no matter what life throws up at them. And I know that you have such a passion for supporting autistic adults and other people with disabilities to thrive in life and work. So you fit so well because (laughs) this podcast, Thriving Matters, is about ordinary guys and girls doing extraordinary things in life and work. Yes, I do. So welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I'm very passionate about thriving, especially for people with disability. And um, yeah, that is my one of my missions in life to help people thrive. So yeah, love it. So we usually ask you, you know, it's a, a brand new day. So how did you get that great smile on your face this morning and jump out of bed to greet the day? What are some of your te- little techniques that you do? Mm, it's a good one. Well, I start off the day, I meditate about two hours in the morning. I've been doing that for about 20 years. Um, so that gives me a lot of positivity. And my greeting to the day is today is the best day ever. I say that to myself because it sets the tone for something amazing to happen. Um, and if, it, if something doesn't happen, that's amazing. Well, you've, you've, you've set yourself a high bar and, you know, positivity so that you can buffer and manage whatever happens because every day isn't going to be perfect. But I think today is the best potential for something amazing to happen. And I believe in infinite possibilities. Um, so that, that's one, another one of my things is like, today is whatever we make it to be. And we do, we do it, you know, we give it our best. Oh, I love it. So I know that that um, the meditation um, practices have really become extremely popular, but not just popular. They really are me- making the difference for how people are self-regulating, are self-managing their emotions, are able to deal with any surprises that they haven't banked on yes. or any made changes. And let's face it, we don't know what's around the corner. Not mm. that I'm a fatalist. I'm mm. I tend to be a bit more on the optimistic side of thinking. Mm. Um, but I don't like to catastrophize too greatly either. It takes too much energy yes. away from actually being able to see other solutions and other alternatives. So yes, that's absolutely. the way I think. So okay. So tell us yeah. a bit about Corey. Tell us how you've got to be this age, this wise. Tell us a little bit about your story. And uh, I'm sure okay. our listeners will just are really curious to know more about you. Okay. Well, I grew up in Sydney, born in Rockdale, if anyone knows that area. I think Carrie does. Um, 
and um, yeah, had a you know standard upbringing, Aussie upbringing. There went to school, went to uni. I did um, commerce degree. I did combine commerce law, but I didn't finish the law. I got started getting very tired. I think I burnt myself out in year twelve. So if any teenagers are listening, it's just like pace yourself. Don't put too much pressure on yourself because I really didn't know my constitution back then. Um, so yeah, I did uni. Um, then I did some psychology, and then I got really sick, um, chronic fatigue, and such things, and a lot of undiagnosed things that I didn't know what was going on. So I spent a long time, maybe 10 years, trying to figure out what was going on in my body uh, and trying to do the best I could. And then eventually um, I found out a few things in my 30s that really helped. Uh, one thing I got um, Asperger's diagnosis. Um, later I got reassessed with autism, which is a similar thing. They just changed the wording. Um, and then Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, they finally found out why I, you know, certain things, um, I have trouble walking and, and pain and all this stuff. So had a genetic condition uh, and it turned out that family members also had it and that helped the family as well. So um, I, had an, I had an unusual early adulthood, I think, with, with chronic illness, um, not being able to sort of hit traditional milestones that everybody is doing and, you know, felt, felt a bit behind. But I think in hindsight, you know, you go through whatever you go through for a reason. And now I'm channeling all those experiences into um, coaching other people in how to thrive in life. So it's it's all been for a reason. <laughs> you, you, you really walk the talk, don't you? Um, yeah, so I've been through it. When people say, oh, I've had this and that, I'm like, I usually can say I've done it as well, yeah. uh, which is super handy. Like you're not just speaking as a professional, you're speaking from both. Uh, I'm studying a Master of Autism degree now at University of Wollongong, so I'm doing it from a professional and from lived experience. So it's, yeah, I think I can say I'm the real deal in that sense. <laughs> Are you enjoying the study, number one? Yes, yes. It's it's great for me to come back to uni. It's the same. I did my first degree in Wollongong as well. So, And I'm doing it online now. An online study is so great because you can do it from home and you know, it, it is good for well-being when you can you know, control the environment um, and have breaks and, and restart the video. And, you know, it's different to sitting in a lecture hall and trying to keep up, you know, with that environment. So it's brilliant technology. And, yeah, it's great to come back with, you know, some – I'm feeling better now my health. I'm, I know how to manage it now because I've got all the support that I need, which is brilliant. Um, yeah, and to be able to – I'm doing well in the course and, and all that. So – it's, it's very satisfying <laughs> yeah, to be going full circle and getting back into life like that. I think I just, I'm really happy. Yeah. Well, there'd be some really key moments of reflection on, uh, say, a decade, a decade or more ago when you were yeah. just finishing school. I mean, there is, there's a whole lot around um, how much pressure we put on people. Um, yeah. it's, it's always topical. Everyone loves to have, a, have an opinion about education, um, what mm. we should do, what we shouldn't do. Um, but more mm. and more, we're, we're, we're going back. Uh, the latest from the um, Economic Forum on, uh, for Education is talking about going back to skills, not the knowledge, but going back to skills. And I think this is one of the skills that we, we all need to know. We need to know ourselves, our self-awareness, then how to interact with other people, how to trust our body. Um, mm. I, I'm, I'm a big believer, and many years ago, 
um, I got an opportunity to be on the New South Wales Board of Studies. So that was the oh, curriculum wow. body at the time. Now it's NESA. Um, okay. And I'm on a, a number of committees. And, you know, the first thing they said to us when we got there was, tell us your philosophy for primary education. Mm. And, of course, Nemo, the, the movie Nemo, had just come yeah. out. And <laughs> I, I, I was fascinated. I thought, oh, most of these children's movies are really messages for adults. I, I, right. I, but um, I remember using... The, uh, some of the clips and, and um, content from that to actually say, we need to know ourselves. We need to know when to have a conversation or how to communicate well. We need yes. to be able to be able to express ourselves when something isn't right. So all this sort mm -hmm. of stuff. And mm -hmm. we need to know how to work together, work, yes. how, to, how we learn, how we work together. So a lot of those things are very different to learning about gold and frogs and um, <laughs> Captain Cork in, in primary school years. <laughs> it's quite so. useless. Yeah. And I think learning about boundaries um, is so important. And, and we don't learn about differences with, you know, diversity and, and, and how people can be different and how to treat people differently yeah. according to their needs. And there's so many things you learn along the way that, you know, but I think as a young person, knowing where your own personal boundaries are with things and being able to say no and advocate for yourself is like really good skills that we don't, nobody mentions, you know. No, and, and we've got stages of development, so depending on our age, so whatever is appropriate for that. I mean, I think I think we could do do better work um, mm. around that. So let's, um, let's talk about, I know that you're an author of six books, so Let's mm -hmm. share some of those. Uh, I'm sure mm -hmm. our listeners will be curious okay, about you. what have you been writing? <laughs> okay, so while I wasn't well, I wrote six books um, just because I didn't want to waste my time, be, you know, and I want to focus on something positive and, and, and contribute, even though I wasn't able to go out to work. I, I did that from home. Um, my first book was called Forever 21, which is about how to be, it's, it's really about health and, and how to be you know, young on the inside and, and, and stay optimistic and, 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 and look after your well-being, even if, if you're not well. And, and that, that was um, my first attempt. And then I did a series of vegan books. Uh, so vegans are cool, plant-powered women, plant-powered men, uh, a little photo, like a coffee table book called Everyday Vegans. I did that as a charity book for an animal sanctuary in Colombia. And then my final one's Golden Age Politics, which is my recent one. It's about ethical leadership and how, you know, sustainability for the planet and how we need to bring in leaders that really care about the earth. What was the name and of that people, one again? Uh, Golden Age Politics. Gold, okay, so Golden Age Politics. Now, listeners, that might be something that you're... Available on Amazon, et cetera, if yeah. anyone's interested. But yeah, um, yeah I'm really passionate about ethical well, leadership. All your books on Amazon, excuse me, sorry. Um, the charity book isn't, uh, Forever 21 isn't at the moment because I'd like to update that one, but the rest of them are. Yep. Well done. Look, I'm just, I just think that's that's amazing to be Thank able to, to do that whilst you're not, you're not well. Um, yeah, cool. I was, at a, yeah, I was at a fatigue clinic uh, in the beginning of my journey uh, and they said, because you know, I had brain fog, and they said the best way to come out of that kind of cognitive fatigue is to do something with your brain slowly but surely to, to help it remember it's what to do. And, and they suggested uh, word puzzles or something and I thought that was boring. So I just started writing in bed, just writing anything and it ended up being a book. I put it together and I thought that was a good project. And they, the, doc, uh, the, 
the people that were helping me actually came to the first book launch. There was like 200 people there. I made this big event. It wasn't well, but I thought I'm going to do it. And they were amazed at where their small suggestion where it went. So I was like, yeah, I kind of did run with that to try and do what I could for myself at the time. So I'm, I'm hearing that you're able to focus. Yes, I have high yeah, very focus. well. So that's one of yes. your that's one of your strengths, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a Not common a, autistic trait yeah. is hyper focus. It's yeah. like you narrow down on a thing yeah. and you go for it and you go so into the I don't know, down the rabbit hole of something, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is employers are looking for and they actually deliberately will hire autistic adults for that trait. That's yeah. right, yeah. So there's, I mean, what we've just heard is there's some great um, resiliency skills coming out in in what Corey's <laughs> done in her uh, in her young life, um, because <laughs> I know that um, you've got a few taglines that you like to use, and um, so t- tell us about those taglines. My, I think my big one I, I put out there is I believe in you, mm-hmm. and that is that I believe in people's inherent ability to cope with whatever they're, they're, they're faced with and, and do the best with it. And I know it's not always easy, but we, ha- we all have talents and we all have abilities and we, it's just a matter of finding what they are mm. and harnessing those to make our life better. That's right. And not, not everyone, I mean, we go back to our, our young Generate younger generations and that notion of I believe in you that's that's a core message um, mm. as well as um, probably a realization that not every day will someone say I actually believe in you so yeah the notion of believing in yourself is the is the other side of that isn't it it's the exactly it's the and you say it to yourself and you say it to others and we lift each other up and I mean I think they said it a lot during COVID but we are all in this together as, yeah. a, as a human race, and we have to support ourselves and others in order to make the world better. I often talk about the licorice all sorts. They're my uh, <laughs> our four children, I call them that, and they quite like the name. <laughs> but for me, the world is just a, a, a globe of licorice all sorts, all shapes, sizes, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, uh, languages, traditions, religions, you name it. It's just mm. a big mixing pot. And um, mm. We're all diverse. Uh, the way yes. some some of us, um, the particular needs that we have, we need to support mm-hmm. that for the benefit of society. So mm. um, and and yep. culture, right? Well, Corey, I think um, tell us a little bit about how you um, moved into coaching um, mm-hmm. and assisting business owners and change makers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Originally, I did author coaching because after the six books, I thought, you know, I can teach other people how to do this. So I have an online program for aspiring authors. And from that, I I, then I saw the need for autistic adults. People were saying that there was no services that really understood them and knew how to best help them. So I started doing peer mentoring um, for autistic adults. And that is going well. Like my clients will say, you're my favorite service provider nobody understands me like you do and, and they become very loyal and, and and continue with regular regular sessions um and i just think there is such a big need for lived experience in this kind of thing and also ethics in like when you talk about ndis which is in the australian disability scheme for people that are really genuinely want to help people 
that there is a, there is a big call for that. So I'm really um, into ethical leadership and and kind of showing an example through my business Audi Talk that um, we should approach this kind of service with service in mind and not trying to just make money. So yes, um, it's yes, about yes, it's about yeah. being of service to people. Yeah. yeah, of service to people. That's that's so true. The um, the NDIS has has really um, uh, become quite topical in in mm -hmm. how it's actually being um, accessed, how it's yes. being used. Whether it's, and so with anything that's government assisted, there's always ways um, that there are fantastic services, um, but there's also mm -hmm. people who perhaps are not using it. As, as it was originally intended. So we could have quite a discussion about that. And that, that comes into your into yeah. your passion for ethical leadership, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so everything ties together with what I do. Mm. At the core, if we are ethical and look after each other and take care of each other, then things always work out for the best. That's right. So it, to me, for me, it's a, it's, um, a privilege to be to walk alongside someone, whether you term mm. it coaching or mentoring, or it, it goes between. Mm. I often think it swings between between the two. Yes. But the notion that um, we're all learners in this, whether you're a coach or not, you're still a learner when you're coaching your your clients or the people mm -hmm. who come to you for some particular reason. And that's what I think that's what I really love is that yes. we still get the opportunity to to go, wow, that was the best question. I didn't that was well right. thought out. <laughs> but look yeah. where it unearthed, look where it's taken everybody. And um it just oh there you go. I usually get goosebumps when something really hits <laughs> Um, yeah. you know, something that's core to you. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I imagine that's what happens to you as well. Um, it's such mm. a privilege to, to walk alongside someone like this. Yeah, and especially one of the other things I talk about is when you're coaching or mentoring, you, you look at an individual and you're not just bringing out the same old tricks and tools for each person because everyone's going to bring something different and everyone's unique. So when you're talking to that one person, you're like, oh, wow. You know, there's always a, there's these wow moments where you're like, oh, your life journey's amazing. This is what you've done and the challenges and everything. And yeah, it is about learning 100%. And we're living, I think at the moment, we're living in a time when people are are really interested in other people's stories yes. where, and how they're, and whatever they're going to become. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you're yeah. just not content to be, you're still becoming, which I think is the most beautiful thing. Yes. yes, I have a little necklace on my desk somewhere. It says um, my journey or my story isn't over yet. Oh. And it's like every day it's the new, the story is growing and it's developing. And I always look at that sometimes and think, yeah, today is today, but my story is evolving as we speak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So do you have another book on the way? I don't actually. I'm, I'm creating online programs now for my clients and for allied health professionals. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I think six books for me at the moment is enough. Pretty amazing. Um, but I think in the future, if I was going to do something, I would do it on what I'm working on now with, yeah. you know, um, disability or something like that. But I, I'm really putting it on because once I get an idea, I can't stop myself from writing. So uh -huh. I'm trying not to <laughs> think about it. Uh, I'm doing my studies and learning. I'm in a learning phase, I think, yeah. with that. Um, I don't want to jump into it too fast. So, yeah. Have you had um, a significant person or an event, um, apart from your illness, um, 
that then that would that would have been major a, a major event in your life but has there been a significant mentor for you do you seek out other people is it something that you've you continue to investigate through your through your study or your reading is there is there mm. something that really or someone who's who's made a difference to, to how you show up now I think I I'm constantly wanting to learn and I have like several coaches like business coaches or branding coaches or you know um that in in the business side of things like I think I'm always I'm always interested in learning more about doing business um uh, but for me my meditation teacher will always be the person that's been the consistent because I started when I was 21 and I'm 47 now so it's about 26 years of spiritual practice and for me that's um, my my teacher is Supreme Master Ching Hai. She's um, a Vietnamese teacher, and she's been my constant um, inspiration because she's a business owner. She's a fashion designer. She runs multimedia channels. She doesn't just do spiritual things. She's out in the world, spreading her message in different ways. She's an artist and also a poet. Um, so I'd say that would be the one person. But in in other ways, I've I've had a lot of other business mentors as well that have been great for my for my work now yeah and and would there our listeners might be interested in where they could find out more about your um your teacher Mm -hmm. so we we might just um yeah they run a um she runs a multi-channel tv it's called supreme master tv it can be found on youtube or, or all the channels all the podcasting channels itunes um in everything but i i think if you go to suprememastertv.com uh-huh. you will see um it's 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 about different spiritual they show about every other spiritual path as well it's a lot of diversity there's people from every country broadcasting news from their country so countries you've never heard of you'll see news and it's all positive uplifting news so if you ever need a break from the negative news yeah. it's it's a news program as well as uh, everything else so cooking shows and all sorts so yeah well I know that the last uh, three years, there's been a lot of people who've just t- turned right off the the regular mm-hmm. media cycle, and they're looking. Yeah. They're, they're actually making deliberate choices about how they spend their time, how they start their days, how they finish it, um, yes. how they how they continue their practice. So, yeah, it's um it's it's been amazing. Now, what are you reading at the moment? Have you got anything? Uh, I know you're doing a lot of study, so perhaps it's going to be linked to that. I, I'm always buying books as well as doing the, the work I'm supposed to be doing. I like the book Grit. Um, oh, yeah. I've forgotten the author. It's, uh, she's a psych- psychologist. Um, it, it's a, yeah, I think it's quite, a, it's quite a popular book. You can easily find the author's name. Grit is about having the resilience and, and, follow, and they've studied people that have followed through on dreams and visions and where you, where you get stuck and where, where you keep going. Um, I, I think that's quite a good book um tim ferris i'm a big fan um he's got a new book out where he's got all his podcast episodes and he's summarized it into two pages so you can have a little taste of each podcast and it's got all the gems um the name escapes me of the book right now but it's titans tools of titans tools of titans yeah tools of titans yeah tim ferris that's a good one i'm reading a book on unmasking um which is unmasking is about becoming your real self and autistic people tend to 
cover up who they really are to pass in society as neurotypical, um, which I think a lot of even neurotypical people mask a lot to, you know, put on a persona. So this kind of concept of unmasking I'm really into right now to bring out like my authentic self and my clients are also really into it, um, especially if you're diagnosed late and, and you've been not even sure of, of who your real persona is or who your personality is because you've been trying to fit in. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested in that concept. Yeah. Oh, lovely. That, that, that's a great range. Um, mm. There's well, um, anything around grit. Um, there's TED Talks, plenty on um, mm. YouTubes. For any of the, the big um, research um, powerhouses like Forbes, um, have all got something. The power, the review of Grit uh, just recently, The Power of Passion and Perseverance. Yeah, I that's it. <laughs> that's the book I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. it's um, there's absolutely fantastic reads. I love the word grit, but I also like the word um, gumption, <laughs> which is yeah, I haven't heard that in a while. A little bit older, um, yeah. uh, coming back into into vogue. But there mm. there is a product for cleaning. Um, yes. It's a white cream and it's called gumption. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's I quite like the metaphor because you use it to actually clean. It's got a little bit of texture in it. Mm. But, and, it, you know, when we only had a stainless steel sink or something in the kitchen, you yeah. could get into it. And um, yeah. I just like that notion of, you know, you're going round and round in a circular motion. Mm. It yeah. actually can be quite mindful when you're doing it that you're concentrating on, on the cleaning so yeah I like the the metaphor <laughs> yeah I also I'm also not against you know quitting when you need to pivot and something's not working being flexible and not just being gritty till the, the bitter end I mean there's yeah. wisdom in, in knowing when to change change it up as well so I've been reading a bit on that to balance out the grit as well <laughs> so yeah and look, I, because you're um, because you have um, Asperger's and autism, and um, do you find that you've got now some more sophisticated tools up your sleeve to move you from being totally focused and mm, yes. and, and not being able to break? So just that notion of a well-being, even around uh, focusing on computer work, right? Mm, or, yes. Um, you know, you know how it affects your shoulders, your neck, um, yep. you're sitting for too long, all that sort of mm. stuff. So do you have yes. now some more sophisticated? Yes, I think self-awareness really helps. It, you know, you won't not even have, I wouldn't have even known I had hyperfocus before then. I yeah. just thought that's what people did. And then you forget to eat, you forget to do lots of things. And, you know, um, yeah, self-awareness is brilliant and you can be... Um, you can put timers on or say I'm only going to do this for 10 minutes and then actually walk away after 10 minutes. Um, so there's the support you get after a diagnosis is why you, you know, people say, why do you bother getting a diagnosis for something? Uh, I've even had doctors say that about physical problems, like what's it going to do? It's like, well, you're going to get support and you're going to get professionals helping you work out how you can live better and thrive better. So um, yeah, definitely it's helped. It's like the village, isn't it? It's like the hmm. accessing what the village has got to educate mm. the person. Yes. Now, I love that, you know, I, I love that saying that there's there's not just, it's like having, you know, the, if you've got an extended family, the mm. you know, significance of another person in yes. not just the, the, oh, yeah, the parents or the, you know, the immediate, but it's the whole village. And you, I just am curious about how people have learned to do what they do mm. to such great effect. How yes. can you really get in, in 
what we call the flow, being able mm. to actually nut out what you're going to do, break the procrastination techniques we've all got or the feelings of I'm not good enough, I can't do this. So, mm. I mean, that's what you're talking about, Corey, is about mm -hmm. accessing the village to, to, yes. to, to assist you. Yeah. yeah, professional support, you cannot... <laughs> you know it, I'm so appreciative that yeah. that I've have I'm privileged to be having access to you know people that that can help and, yeah. and you know physios or OTs or you know even speech pathology I've got a, I know like my voice isn't brilliant because I've got a because of Ellis Danlos syndrome um and that kind of thing just helping you do more with what you've got Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it's about. You know, we've all got what we've got, but with, with support, we can go a bit further or a lot further. And and each time it's a, a small lean into it. It's, it's a, mm -hmm. you know, it's a, it becomes more natural, more automated mm -hmm. um, yep. and, you, and you're more confident about it. So Yes, and confidence is, is everything, isn't it? I mean, sure is. people can live on confidence and do so many things even if they don't have the skills. And then there's people with lots of skills that with no confidence that don't really leverage that because they don't, you know, they've got the, the this kind of imposter syndrome and that sort of thing, this tall poppy syndrome and that kind of problems. Um, so confidence is huge. It, it's a real game changer. What um, I'm just thinking about, if you had a had a particular message at the moment, apart from, um, you know, your you know your story isn't over yet. But if there was a particular mm. message that you think is going to be crucial for the next decade. Um, where would you go with that what would you say well on individual levels I think you do what you can with what you've got because there there are challenging times you know here in all sorts of ways but I think the, the message is that we are like a global family so we need to be aware of what's happening in the oceans what's happening um, with deforestation and things that you know we live our small lives but we are in a bigger context um, and that all the little actions that we do do add up um, and that includes how we treat animals and treat people um, personally I'm vegan so I would say you know thinking about how we treat animals and how we're treating the environment is will add up in the, especially in the next five to ten years the actions that we take every day together will will we'll all go either one way or another and I hope people will make positive choices for themselves and others and I think there's some definitely some some positive choice there are definite choices being made at the moment um, mm. when we look at um, how many people prefer not to go into an office to work uh, how that yes that's 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 been a big one for employers yeah Mm, absolutely I love working from home it's it's yeah. it's amazing we can do that in this day and age yeah yeah it's beautiful all right now what what haven't we said in this conversation today what is it that we haven't said that you you really think we need to talk about mm, well I guess we could talk all day about so many things <laughs> but um I don't know I do. I just believe in everybody's inherent ability to do great things, to be ethical, to be people of integrity. Um, I believe in infinite possibilities and I believe in you, whoever's listening. I do. <laughs> I believe in people. I'm going to be the eternal optimist um, because that's what keeps me going every day. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Now, one, one of the things we like to do is showcase um, all your contact details. But mm -hmm. also, uh, what we haven't really talked about is um, your 
your business um autitalk mm-hmm. right is that yes. have i got the right pronunciation yeah that's but, right so tell us a bit about autitalk so autitalk so audi is just um kind of like an abbreviation of autism so it's just a kind of like a cute way of people call themselves audis okay so yeah that's where that comes from an audi talk so the talk is based on the coaching and talking with clients so i have full um one-on-one sessions with autistic and neurodivergent individuals uh, and also other people with other disabilities um if if that is something i can offer i do that on an individual basis just chat with people first to see if i'm the best coach for them mm-hmm. i've also just started a group program called audi talk club and every uh, session is on a different topic such as organizing home life or you know unmasking creating boundaries some employment topics that kind of thing yeah and um coming up is audi talk academy where i've got um my first uh course is actually called autistic adults thriving so it's very keyed into your um your podcast as well so they're the three kind of offerings individual group and online programs oh i love it so three way three different ways listeners for you if you know if you've got family members if you've got friends colleagues that um would be interested in in a in a chat with um corey or the her group her audio talk club and i love the fact that you've got the audio talk academy coming up well done yeah. you thank you fantastic plus all those books that we can um we can raid amazon for or whoever it is that's your favorite uh your book bookseller um so we will put um all uh all your notes or contact details in the notes um as as well as um mine of course um but you know listeners every one of our guests has something really important to share and i i think i love I don't think, I know, I love finding out about what it is that spurs them on, what gives them that extra bit of oomph to find the grit and the gumption to keep going <laughs> under duress because every day is not easy. Um, there are, and there's often patches more than one day, uh, lengths of time, blocks of time that uh, aren't easy at all. But for every one of us, our thriving is important and um we're all precious. We're actually magnificent creations. Uh, we're all someone's baby, someone's children, somewhere around the world, someone's partner, someone's friend, brother, sister, whatever it is, parent that we're doing. Um, but it doesn't matter what our roles are. It's who we are and how we are and how we treat other people. And that uh, I love what you said about living our small lives in a bigger context and that's our I think that's our global challenge that we act together mm. with mm. more focus and purpose for a new mm. world and, and yes a new world yeah yes. so I have to say Corey I've had a lovely conversation today and listeners you're going to laugh at this because every now and then and it's happening more often than not we find out that there's a link so Corey alluded to the fact that she grew up in Rockdale when I first met Corey I happened to say to her Rockdale and she said yes and I said well so did I I spent the first five years or so no uh, yeah five years or so of my life in Rockdale as well so we had this great chat about where my mother lived in Rockdale where her family lives because yeah. we, we we my parents were uh, news agents so we lived on top of the shop in the, at the back of the shop and uh so yeah so we we went down a little bit of uh um history so it's it's always amazing 
when you say to somebody, oh, you might know so and so, and they, they yeah, and my dad knew of your news agency and he knows who you sold it to and all sorts of things. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Mm. So we um we then moved to Cooma, um, base of the Snowy Mountains here in, in uh, New South Wales, in Australia, mm. base of Mount Kosciuszko, and mm. um, we had we actually helped build a bigger news agent up there. So that was oh, our uh, our way of doing things. But it's a mm. small world. So that's one of the beauties of having a podcast or being or being able to connect with people anywhere now through technology is that you never know how close the connections really are. <laughs> anyway, enough, enough. I've had a lovely uh, conversation today and thank you so much for your time and your wisdom and sharing your story with everybody. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll make sure that if you enjoyed this episode, listeners, make sure you subscribe. We all love a little bit of love, so pass it on to family and friends um, and because you'll find that we have more great guests such as Corey. So great to have you with us today, Corey. I hope the rest of the day goes well and um, that that uh, Aughty Adults Academy um, is going just to burst onto the scene and be such a wonderful resource and community. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Carrie. It's been amazing. Thanks, everybody. Just remember, you are precious and your thriving matters. See you next episode. Bye. I'm Carrie Benedett, and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters. 